listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Hi, you're listening to the My Pet Podcast. I'm Aria and as always, I'm with our resident vet, Dr. Glenn. Hello, how are we? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Awesome. That's so good. Or are you awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So we're going to talk about Queensland itch or sweet itch or summer eczema. There's a few names for it. Uh, But this is just generalised advice. So for advice specific for your horse, have a chat to your horse's treating vet. Sounds good. Uh, So it's not just in Queensland. Uh, It's not like if you live in the Tweed, your neighbours will have it. Correct. (laughs) Um, So it is all around, but where, where else is it? Um, the further if we're talking about Australia, the further north you go in general, the better um, the environment for the little midges that causes it. So mm. it's a environmental um, insect that causes a allergic reaction. Um, so yeah, the further north you go, the more likely it is. So I've worked in Northern Territory; it's there, top end WA definitely. Mm. I mean, it's definitely in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably um, some horses that are affected seasonally, um, which is what it's all about in Victoria. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the further north you go, the more common it is. Yeah. But it's definitely not inhibited by the Queensland border. Yes, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, not caused by being a Queenslander. Yeah. Um, so what is it actually? It's caused by a midgey. Yeah, yeah little um, culicoides midges, which are very, very little midges. So okay. um, summer eczema, summer sores, it's, yeah, they, they like hot, warm weather. Can basically. you see them? Um, yeah, you can see little like swarms of them. Are they like little ones you see in like a little cloud? Yep, yep. Not all the ones you see in clouds are... Midges, but no. yes, but that's that's what they are, yeah. and they, I mean, more common at sunrise and sunset sort of thing, like yeah. not much in the middle of the day, not much at night, um, but yes, they are little clouds of midges that bites the horse. It's not the bite that causes the problem; it's a hypersensitivity, true allergic reaction to them. Um, yeah. So it doesn't take many, which is frustrating and part of the problem with yeah. with um, Queensland itches. It doesn't take much to keep a allergic itchy horse self-traumatising and, and causing troubles. So it's yeah. like some people get really itchy from mozzie bites Absolutely. and other people not bothered. Yep. Is it also like mozzies don't seem to care about me, they don't bite me, but I know a lot of people who they just go crazy for them. Yep. Is it like that with horses? Yep, that's why it's called sweet itch because it's only the sweet horses that get – no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no um, wonder my horse doesn't have a problem. Right. No. Um, but She's no, sweet it's, in her it's, own way. It's, it's, it's a true allergic reaction. You can have ten horses and they're all getting bitten just the same um, and the one that – tears itself to pieces, is allergic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so um, it's an allergic reaction to the little bites. Yeah. So what does that allergic reaction look like? Um, a really, really itchy horse that yeah. spends um, hours rubbing on something if it can, um, and if it can't rub on something, it rubs itself on the ground and turns over and rubs the back of its neck. I mean, it's mostly – it's often like mane and – yeah. Base of the tail, yeah. Um, but it can be face and mane and base of the tail, and, and then underneath as well, like underneath the neck and underneath the midline sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it's they're just really, really itchy, and they will self-traumatize to where they rub all their mane out and rub all their forelock out yeah. and, and take all the skin off their ears and oh no. take all the skin off their butt, um, and um, sit there and do the dog scratch on the ground when they're on their bum and they're scratching, yeah, on sitting on their backside and up on their front end and, oh. and rubbing their backside on the ground. and oh. um, But, yeah, if they've got 
posts or trees and stuff to rub on. I mean, they can do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, and it's it's often they're itchy for like months of the year when the midges are out. Mm-hmm. So you get you know, leathery skin and, and all the secondary bacterial and fungal infections because yeah. of the self-trauma and, and unhealthy skin. But yeah. it's the classic no mane, no tail, um, less hair across the top line, yeah. um, which can be other conditions that looks a bit similar Yeah, sometimes. that's right. Um, but but – they're just really itchy. They're so itchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess the reason that it, like, because like you say, there's some horses that, you know, out of a herd of 10 you'll have one. It's yep. just because they're the ones that are allergic. They're the ones that so, are allergic. Same yeah. as flea allergy, dermatitis, yeah. you know, a couple of fleas. Some dogs will tear all the skin off their base of their bum and yeah. that's where they itch. Um Horses have got that predisposition site. That's where they itch, and that isn't necessarily where they're getting bitten. Yeah, um, like it's a, it's a full body reaction. So yeah. they can. It's not just okay. I'll stop them getting bitten on their mane, so it fixes it. Well, it doesn't. They can get bitten anywhere, and that seems to be where the hypersensitivity reaction comes out as well. So if you've got a really itchy horse, especially in like wet months, yep. Um, how do you differentiate between Queensland itch and say something like rain scald? I mean, get a diagnosis. Yeah. Um, and okay, what is a diagnosis? I mean, it, it, it's hard mm. um, because a lot of the time you'll have secondary bacterial and fungal infection mm-hmm. if they're traumatising themselves enough and it's hot and wet. That skin's more likely to have troubles. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like the neck worms, like Onchocerca, yeah. Habronema, that can sort of cause thickening of the skin and, and, and itchiness. I think um, we did a podcast about that. Absolutely. We'll yeah, link we that in the show notes. Yeah, so check that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's, you know, it's a differential definitely. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it depends on the severity. Um, I mean, I would never recommend not getting your vet involved. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, the, the neck worm, habronema, oncocerca, okay, ivermectin-based worm, well, that kills those off. Um I mean, the midges are the problem with mm-hmm. the um, hypersensitivity reaction from Queensland itch. So it's, yeah, controlling them and, and controlling itching as well, which so, often yeah. you need to get your vet involved. So what are the treatment and management op- options for Queensland itch? Uh, don't let your horse get bitten by midges. <laughs> that's um, a prevention. That's, well, yeah, well, that's, I mean, it, that's the prevention, but it's also if you're treating them, you've got to stop that as well yeah, because okay. you can fall them up for all sorts of drugs, but if they're still getting bitten, yep. I can guarantee they're still going to be itchy. Yeah, true. Um, so it's a combination of, okay, we've got to stop them getting bitten. Very true. Um, but also um, stop the itching as well. And that yep. can be hard because I mean, we've got options. Um, I mean, cortisone is the um, long-standing awesome thing to stop allergic reactions. Horses get laminitis and their feet fall off from cortisone sometimes. Um, so at the um, advice of your vet, um, we've got the options of short-acting cortisone mm-hmm. injections. Um, there's pretty granules like oral cortisone mm-hmm. that you can give. There's long-acting depot, four to six to eight weeks of cortisone that you inject, which is good and it lasts for a long time. But if you've given it, you can't take it away if your horse unfortunately develops laminitis and other complications from yeah, cortisone okay. administration. Um, so that's a problem. And that's um, that's definitely a be guided by your vet. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and they're all prescription medications. So, yep. you know, you need to get them um, on the advice and prescription of your vet anyway. Antihistamines, um, like in the veterinary world, there's a couple of registered antihistamines for horses which are all injectable yep. and they don't last that long. Um, off-label use at the um, advice of your vet, there are – uh, human antihistamines that get used at different doses for horses because yeah. they're big animals yeah. um, and that can help sometimes. It's not as profound as cortisones. Um, 
you're looking at a large surface area of, yes. of animal and, and like you can use topical lotions and creams and some of them are cortisone-based, yep. which have a good anti-inflammatory effect at the local level. Yep. Um, but, you know, if you're lathering up the whole neck and the whole back and the whole butt of your horse with a cortisone cream, well, they're actually absorbing a lot of cortisone yeah. as well. Um, yep. And there's other, you know, non-cortisone-based creams yes. that, that can help. Um, there's treating the secondary infection, which, again, um, is probably going to be at the advice of your vet with um, antibiotics and antifungal stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the um, co-treatment things that you can do to make them less itchy, omega-3 oil supplements in their diets. Um, yep. you know, there's some herbal supplements that can potentially help out um, to make um, for less inflammation, less allergic reaction. Yeah. But a lot of time you've got to break that cycle because you've got um, – if you've got a mozzie bite, you itch it and it gets itchier because you're traumatising yes. the area and you're getting histamine release. So yep. you've got this um, cascade of inflammation. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to stop that. Yeah. Um, and your vet can help you with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so – like uh, really stopping them getting bitten is it's a really big so important. Yeah. So uh, you you know there's all sorts of um repe- like insect repellents. Yep. So would they be they'd be a go to? I'd absolutely. imagine absolutely. So it's um yes insecticidal repellents um you know applied often enough as per label recommendations to work and some of the some of the synthetic pyrethrin sprays like ipamoxin like I've got a quite extended period like yeah. you know once a week or twice a week yeah. um some of the and they're insecticidal with a little bit of repellency yes because you want to you want to kill the midges but ideally you're repelling them as well yes. um and pyrethrins have got a insecticidal and repellency effect yes. but um some of them have got um like other not medications, other chemicals in there that are repellents as well. Yeah, yeah. But you've usually got to apply them more frequently, like twice a day. Yeah. Um, you know, muscabin's got citronella in it, which has got some repellency yes. effect as well. Um, trying to keep midges off, so um, rugging can yeah. certainly help. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, full hooded rugs and um, mesh rugs. Yeah. And there's even the mesh rugs with the pyrethrin. Yep, impre- impregnated. Very yep, cool. yep. So that, all those um, all those can help. I mean, it gets complicated because you've got an itchy horse and you're rugging them oh, no, and they love demolishing rugs yep. because they're trying to demolish themselves. Yep. Um, so you might be putting them in a – um, electric tape paddock so they can't access the posts because if they've got access to a fence, they're just going to rub on the fence. Yep. And if they've got access to a tree, they're going to rub on the tree and, yeah, it gets complicated. Yes. Um, but you're trying to minimise their points of self-trauma and keep the midges off as, as much as possible. And yeah. look, I've had clients that send their horse south for summer. Wow. Um, and, th- I mean, that's an option send them to an area where there isn't midges um, and, and it is seasonal. I mean, the last two seasons we've had in Queensland hasn't stopped raining for eight, 18 months. So, you know, any of the Queensland itch horses are pretty bad at the moment yeah. um, because of the, you know, seasonality of it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them get better in winter and then when it starts to rain and the midges breed up, okay, it, it's it's back to rugging full-time and yeah. meshing full-time and, um, and it's hard because, it, you know, if you're in northern Queensland or top of the Territory, yep. you know, rugs at all, it gets uncomfortable. It's hot, but I yeah. Mean, shade, shade cloth rugs, you know, ventilation. Yeah, it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, um, but you just yeah, if they get bit more midges and they're allergic to midges, they're gonna be itchy. I'm so lucky. Yeah. I've never had a horse who's had Queensland itch. Yeah. So I'm very fortunate. But yeah, with the with the mozzies, the last two summers, um, yeah, I've been relying on pamoxin. Yep. And um, yeah, a nice mesh rug that yep. goes and, and on. Definitely, it. all helps. 
Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's hard because it takes so few bites to keep them itchy. Are the midges like mozzies in that they like stagnant water? Like is there any stuff you can do around the paddock to try and minimise them a bit like you I can? Mean, but is yeah, it <laughs> less, less standing water probably helps, but uh, I mean I think they're even more efficient than mozzies in like they need even less water. So it's just if it's wet they're going to be around yeah. um, and they – they cover pretty large areas, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, keeping you know stables can help. So if you can stable your horses, yeah. you know, on dusk and at sunrise, basically, yes. I mean that will minimise it. Um, supposedly, they don't like flying in under roofs yeah, okay. because they fly around in clouds. So yep. you know, if you've got a relatively low shelter that the horse can get under, and you'll see them like hiding under trees and stuff sometimes just to get away from mozzies yes. and midges. So yep. you know, that can help as well. But yep. it's yeah, it, it's not going to help enough for a horse that's got Queensland itch. And some of the pyrethrins you can actually spray like on the stable walls. Yep, yeah, you can. Some of them you, can have... you can put them in the environment. Yeah, um, and some of them um, you can you know put on non impregnated rugs so it's in the in the rug and yes. leave it dry there, and that's mostly off label. Yeah, um, but it's yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awful. I'm like every time we talk about something itchy, I get itchy. <laughs> but, oh, I really feel for them. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, so I'm so sorry if your horse is going through this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Please send them my it's, condolences. It's, it's, it's bad because the self trauma, I mean, you, yeah, you, they can rip themselves to pieces. Oh, it's awful. The mm. poor things. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, but with the yeah with the help of your vet, I mean, you can usually make them a hell of a lot more comfortable and and get a treatment plan in place and then a prevention plan in place yeah. and, and make their um, health and life as good as it can be. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, no. Well, thanks so much, Glenn, and um, yeah, good luck and um, good luck for the the, the, the mozzie and keep, wet season. Keep the midges at bay. Yeah, yep. thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.